In episode 55, I interview Cherie Collier, who has written two books and sells them on Amazon as a source of side income. You're listening to The Remote Work Retirement Show, the only show that helps semi-retirees figure out the remote work options. I believe that remote work is the new retirement plan and that many retirees have both the ability and desire to work how they want so they can live how they want. Let's dig into today's episode. Welcome back to the show. This is the second installment of the series this month where I'm using the May jobs report to highlight the importance of creating your own sources of income. That way you don't have to rely on a job market that's too hot or a job market that's too cold. And that's essentially what we're seeing right now. If you missed that episode, go back and listen to episode 54 because I summarized the report. And if you are a data wonk, you're going to love that episode. Now, today I have a special guest. Her name is Cherie Collier, and she does a lot of different things to earn income. She does work a traditional job, but she has so many other things that she does on the side to generate side income. And one of those things that I think anyone can do is write books. And she writes them and sells them on Amazon. I actually know a lot of people who do this, and I have it on my list to do this probably by early next year. Now you'll hear how Cherie got started. She'll share with you her best tips and you can find her books on Amazon. She's got a series called Live Camp Work, The Working RVers Logbook, and another one called The Beginner's Guide to Work Camping. Again, you can find them both on Amazon. Now let's get into the episode. Hey Cherie, welcome back to the show. It's good to have you again. Thank you so much for having me. Super excited to be here. Awesome. We've done a few podcasts together over the many years that we've known each other. I was thinking this morning, I believe I met you back in 2018. So I think it's been about five years. And rather than go through your story, because you have been on the show before, I'll uh, I'll put a link to a prior podcast we did over a year ago. But I do want to give people a little bit of context about why you're here today. And that is because since I've known you, I have seen you do so many different things in the world and remote remote world specifically. We're going to talk about that today. When I first met you at that time, you were traveling in an RV with your family, uh-huh. uh, your husband and your four kids. So I knew you as that RV lady with the family. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and then I also knew you as a blogger at that time. And then from there, I learned that you were running summits, among many other things. And you've done so many things since then. I want to talk a little bit about that today, as well as more specifically, uh, your knowledge around writing books. So that's why you're on the show today. Well, thank you again for having me. Yeah, I'm excited um, to talk about the books. I don't really talk about this like a whole bunch, just a little bit here and there when when someone happens to ask me about it. but yeah, it was actually a big part of the start of what I like to say, building an empire. So yeah, thanks again. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, this empire, I love that you use that word because even though I didn't consciously think that to myself, that is exactly what I would say about you. You have built an empire. And the irony to me, again, I, I've only known you for five years, but I think you told me that the very first thing you did when you weren't in traditional working America was something like making soap. Is that right? Were you making soap, Shree? I'm so upset you remember that. 
try to hide that. <laughs> no, but it's so funny because I can't imagine I went into detail on that. So the fact that you actually remember that is just, like wonderful. That's yeah, you definitely pay attention. But yes, okay. So one of my first entrepreneurial journeys was definitely um, making. It wasn't soap. It was body scrubs mm. and like whipped body butters and I had all these flavors and or scents I guess and we basically made natural products and we sold them at like farmers markets in Florida we lived in Florida so there's tons of farmers markets and um, we did trade shows and yeah we would just kind of travel around doing that and that actually is what we thought we were going to be doing in the RV and then we were like oh okay we don't have enough room to store all this there's no way (laughs) that's so funny and then from there I so I'm so glad it wasn't just soaps leave it to my brain to boil it down to the like most simplistic thing I could remember you're so nuanced you're like no it was like whipped body butters and (laughs) it's not even simple to make it's like a whole process I was like oh I don't have time to learn that like I just gotta go with you know something simple it was like a quick way to like not actually get like a real job and actually like still provide for our family um but soap is like a for real deal like oh wow okay so no it wasn't that um yeah (laughs) that's so funny and and since this well since the whipped body butter days you have gone on so let me let me see if I can recap what I think you do or have done. I'm probably missing something. Okay. So you did the farmer's markets. You were a blogger. I guess you still are in some ways a blogger. You write. You produce some content today, I believe. Uh-huh. You've done podcasting. Yeah. You have written books, which we are going to talk about. You've been a contract project manager. Is that right? hmm Okay. You have launched online summits. Yep. Okay. You sold a business. Is that right? I sold a business. Yeah. Yeah. It, what am I missing? I feel like I'm missing something. Well, something you didn't even know. I recently bought a business. Oh, you did tell oh, me did this. I? That's cool. You did. Yeah. And it was just kind of like spur of the moment, something I was like, oh my gosh, this came up. I really am going to buy it regardless of who wants to come in with me. And I, I just realized it was probably something that all of, well, both of my sisters um, would enjoy doing as well. And we ended up teaming up and buying it together. And uh, we'll be launching that probably later this year. Oh my gosh. I'm going to have to have you come back for that because I think that would be a really interesting thing to learn, to learn about your journey. Yeah. Oh my gosh. So cool. Well, congratulations on that and everything you've accomplished. I Again, this goes back to the word empire. And I think it also demonstrates something I've talked about earlier this month in the podcast, which is this idea that for a lot of people these days, they have to create their own reality, their own their own future, their own way of earning income more and more these days. I talk about the May jobs report that got released, and I'm calling it the tale of two porridges from Goldilocks and the Three Bears. So we've got a really hot job market on the one end. We also have a cooling off because unemployment is going up. So I talk about this middle ground of creating your own just right porridge. And I think you've done that. And so today I want to talk about one aspect of that, which is writing books, which you say you don't get to talk about a lot. You've you've been a guest inside of Remote Work School talking about this, and people were really interested. So I'm curious if you can share just a little bit today, because it's a shorty episode, about like how did you get into this whole book writing thing? What do you want us to know about it? Just like free form, tell us, tell us whatever you want to tell us. Okay. 
Let me start from the beginning. Since as early as I can remember, I've always wanted to be an author. Then whenever Sex and the City came out, Carrie Bradshaw just amplified that. (laughs) I've always had this burning desire to like write and be able to sell it and like have my voice be, you know, in someone's ear or just helping them to uh, answer a problem or find find a solution or have encouragement or whatever. I just, I don't know. It's just something inside me that really just loved this. Um, so going back to the RV days, um, when we first started RVing, let me just be honest, there was hardly any. We were probably like one of maybe a dozen um, that I could see families that were living this lifestyle. The RV life was for retired individuals. There just wasn't a lot of young people on the road and they're Definitely wasn't people with children. We also Mm. threw into the mix that there was no trust fund. There was no retirement income. There was no, you know, uh, how people retire from the military and they get, you know, checks every month. There was none of that. We were making it up as we went along. Like we had a little tiny little nest egg and we were like, well, if we don't figure it out and this is gone, well, we're just going to go back to doing what we were doing before. Like, that's fine. Um, But we were hoping that wouldn't be the case. And we just said, you know what, we're just going to go travel and we'll find jobs in places we want to go. Or we'll just find a job and then we'll just explore that place and it'll be fine. Right. So we'll just skip around the country doing this. So we had many years of doing that. Like I traveled. Uh, and lived in an RV with my family for like eight years. So let me see, when did I write the book? I wrote the book in 2018. We started 2013. So I had five years of experience doing this and Mm -hmm. talking about Mm -hmm. it, writing articles, keeping a blog, all this stuff. Um, Before I decided, oh, well, duh, this is what the book is going to be about. But I didn't want to write it about like my family and our travels. I wanted to write it from a perspective like, hey, this is what we did. Here's how you can do it. Like more of like a, like a guide, like here's, you know, how you can travel in an RV and make money. Um, so once I came up with that idea, it was more like I took the path and there's several paths that you can go when you're, when you're writing a book, right? You can just sit down, pen to paper, write it out, type it out, whatever you're going to do, get those 40,000 words onto, you know, the, the document and see where you end up. That seemed very overwhelming for me. So that is not Mm -hmm. the path that I chose. I chose to take the blogs that I had been writing about like, you know, this job or this employer and this opportunity and have that be the starter of what was, what was going to become the book. So I blogged the book, right? Like I didn't realize I was blogging the book when I started, but that's exactly how it, how it ended up. So I just, you know, got out a piece of paper and I was like, okay, what's going to be in the book? We got to do a table of content. If, if you want to write a book, I think that's where you need to start. And what actually is going to be in the book? Just write everything down and see if you can. And they don't have to actually be chapters. They can just be, you know, thoughts or whatever. But see if you can organize it in a logical way and see if it makes sense. Well, I started, I detailed every one of the blogs I already had. I said, okay, I already have one on this program, this program, this program, this employer. Um, I already have one about, you know, resumes for seasonal workers. And, you know, I already had some of this content. So those obviously went into this table of contents. And then I just filled in the blanks. And that gave me an outline of what I needed to write and where I needed to fill in the blanks and the content that I needed to produce in order to get the final result. So that made it a little bit more manageable for me because Mm -hmm. hearing or reading, because I'm a Google fanatic, like 
I probably had a million tabs open, like how to publish a book, how to self-publish, you know, and how long does a book need to be? And it seemed like the 40,000 words kept coming up. And I was like, whoa, that's huge. Like, how am I going to, how am I going to do that? That's, that's so big. So to kind of just break it down for myself was like writing the book one chapter at a time, one blog at a time. And that kind of, you know, helped me get started. And I, and I knew I, of course, I would love to be traditionally published, right? I would love to be like, oh, you know, I'm in Barnes and Nobles and Random House or whoever, you know, has published this book or whoever. Um, but it just wasn't like a feasible option. Like, I didn't have um, an audience really at the time. It was very tiny um, and pretty much a nobody. You're starting from scratch. So self-publishing was the way that I needed to go. And I knew from the very start, like there's only two options here, sure. Either you mm-hmm. self-publish and get this baby on Amazon or you're going to self-publish it as a PDF and sell it on your website. And I knew the second one probably wouldn't give me the satisfaction I was looking for. I wanted to wake up on the day of the launch and be like, oh my God, I'm a bestseller. You know, like I wanted <laughs> to be like, I was looking for like that validation. Yeah. Publishing on Amazon and getting that bestseller like little label next to my book, I had to have it. I love this. And, and without digging too deep, again, because I want to I wanna respect time here today, I want to fast forward to, you know, something that comes up for me is just the fact that you took it on yourself you had a process, you did all the research yourself, you made a decision to self-publish. I think the the point I want to make in that is you're a self-starter, you self-manage and you got it done. And so for anyone listening, if you're feeling also overwhelmed or you can't do it, or you know, only people who know how to write can do this. I mean, Cherie didn't know anything about the process and walked herself through it Googling things. And that was five years ago. Today we have things like ChatGPT and AI and Bing that can probably speed your process up a lot. We won't get into that today just yet. But so that's the first thing that's so interesting. The second thing I'm curious about is once you got it published, did this indeed become a way to generate income for you? Did it turn into something? A hundred percent because I didn't really have, like, I had a blog that had a few little posts and like maybe a couple hundred people were, were following it. Like it wasn't much going on over there. Like it was just something I was doing on the side while I was working this full-time job. You know, it wasn't anything really much. It just wasn't. But I knew those few hundred people would love this book. And um, it also happened that the job I was working kind of tied into it. So I actually launched the book with the help of a book launch team. So I recruited people to be on this book launch team and kind of like help me with, you know, like reading through it. Tell me what you think. You know, they were very invested. And when you have people who are highly invested in what you're producing and want to see the end and know that they're going to get it free at the end, um, they actually like, you know, were helping with the promotion as well once it was time to actually launch. So the reach was like expanded because I probably Mm. would never go into a Facebook group and be like, oh my God, just published a book. Here's the link. Go buy it on Amazon. But other people did that for me. Hey, just found this great book on Amazon. And, you know, I think, you know, if you're looking into this lifestyle, here's what you do with it. So the launch went extremely well because 
a lot of people promote it. So, you know, if you're not doing a book launch team, you could do the same with an affiliate uh, team, a team of affiliates that are out there, you know, promoting your book. Um, and I, I think you'll probably see similar results, but to have like a little core team that helps you like really broadcast that message or maybe some Facebook ads or whatever, you have to get it out because what I did was I started with offering the book for free, right? This is a little trick. So I offered the book for free for like a day. Maybe it was two days, something like this. Got to go back and think about this. So it was like a day or two that I offered the book for free. Everyone went, well, a lot of people went to go download that book mm -hmm. for free. Okay. And it went from being, you know, a zero to hero in like a, like a flash because Amazon's like, holy crap, look at all these people downloading this book. Like, oh, this book must be really great. So I hit, you know, bestseller on the free charts. Well, Oh my gosh. The next day when I shut it off and it's no longer free. And now the book is, you know, paid. And I think my book was like $18.99, right? Because it's kind of it. Oh wow, that's that's a good price. That's not a dollar ninety-nine or anything. Oh no, it wasn't. $18.99. I think actually I started at maybe $24.99. Wow. It was not a a cheap book. Yeah. It had a lot of information. I gave tons of resources in it. And the book is like 250 pages. Like it's a big book. Mm. So when I switched it on, Amazon still sees all that traction that you made. All those people who loved your book, your book is now still really competing because it kind of switches over to like the, the paid, um, I guess, part of the bookstore or whatever. So it has like a good ranking. Maybe you're not number one, but you're, mm -hmm. you're ranking on that first page. People are seeing it and now they're buying your book. So then you get to the top of the paid chart. So now, you know, yes, I offered the book for free for like a day or so, but that was so worthwhile to be able to have it on the front page. I don't know as an independent author who really doesn't have a base or any audience or anything like that, if you'd be able to get to number one on the paid charts of Amazon without having that traction first on the free part. So I do recommend people do that and then your book will continue. Like when I, you know, I was kind of telling my sisters about it and one of them was like, oh, wait, people are buying your book? And I'm just like, <laughs> For real. <laughs> Thank you for the vote of confidence there. You know, like. <laughs> I love it. I love it when you prove people wrong, oh, right? You're like, yep, I did that. I'm an author now. What are you doing? <laughs> As I would get royalty checks, I would still be sharing um, in my open moments. You know, I would share. And she was just like completely flabbergasted that she was like, wow. She was like, wait, so you wrote a book, published it, and people are buying it still. Like people still buy the book. It's not number one, but, you know, because it gains so much traction, it has maybe about 250, 300, like really great reviews on it. And it still gets a lot of oomph. Let's call it. I love it. I love that example of how similarly with like workshops or training programs or things like that, you do the work up front. Yeah. You get all the traction. And then again, this was five years ago, you wrote that book and it's still bringing in some income. I'm guessing it's side income yeah, at this yeah. point. It'll, I don't think it will ever be because I don't run ads to it. Mm. So maybe if I ran ads to it, it's one of the only good books that I would say, pat myself on the back, that are written on the topic. Um, so maybe if I ran some ads and did this type of strategy, you would see more sales, but it can just sit there and it will forever just be there. But 
you know, amazing. That's amazing. Income stream, and then mm-hmm. you can you can kind of expand on that. So now it's part of a series. I actually wrote another one after that and published it as book number two. And you know, I had some plans for three and four. Um, but yeah, I think it's a great story. I think literally every entrepreneur needs to write a book. Doesn't matter how long it is. Doesn't matter uh, what the topic is. It it should be your topic, something you know really well, can teach really well. And I think every entrepreneur needs to write a book. Do you think you have to be an entrepreneur? Could anybody write a book for a side income? Yeah, I actually do. Okay. Speak to entrepreneurs, which is why I say that, but yeah. I definitely think so. I've had other family members reach out and be like, hey, I need you to help me write this book. No, you don't. You think you do because I've done it, but you actually have everything I'm sure that you need to write the book living right inside of you. You have the idea. You're reaching out for help. That means you got a little drive in there. Put the pen to paper, get the words out of your head. And then guess what? Follow the step-by-step instructions that Amazon provides. And you can publish that book 100% by yourself and be successful doing it. Okay. So I'm going to end with this because you crack me up. I I knew you were going to say that because you and I are literally opposites. You're like, you can go do this. And I'm like, I need to invest in a course. to teach me everything I need. So here's what I'm going to say back to you. Just like every entrepreneur or person needs to write a book, I think every entrepreneur should create at least a mini workshop Mm. on their knowledge. So what is it going to take, Cherie, to get you to create this book writing workshop that I keep trying to tell you I want to take and pay you for? Can we make that happen? I'm going to put it on my list closer of the to-do list. Um, I may do a little workshop on that. I, I do think everyone needs to write a book. So maybe I will. Um, that's, thank you for the encouragement, Camille. We all need that. Likewise, because I have it on my list to write a book. It's time. I've been, I've been putting it off for too long. So do it. You have lit a fire. You have lit a fire. Okay. Well, I do have to leave it there today. You have definitely given us not only inspiration, but a few practical tips and I appreciate it. We will have you back on for hopefully a longer episode to talk about the business you just bought. So uh, hope to have you back on. Thanks again. Okay. Thank you so much, Camille. It's been great as usual. All right. Take care. Thanks for listening. If you want to learn more about writing your own book and selling it on Amazon, consider joining Remote Work School, where Cherie is a special guest and shares her process. Go to camilatel.com and click the button, join Remote Work School to check it out.